a lot of uh, women in their childbearing years, uh, especially during pregnancy, you'll get sore breasts or nipples. Does the, the uh, uh, tea tree oil work for that as well? It helps um, soothe the the, uh, the breast area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, it's not going to do, the, if it soaks into the skin, it's nothing that's going to harm the baby. Uh, actually, I haven't read any studies that it would be harmful for the baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's nice to know, too, because when you're pregnant so many times, you can't take anything. <laughs> Okay. Now, one one thing that's going on right now, at least I've, I've started hearing things about it here in Long Prairie, is head lice in school. Okay, that's Big just, one. Yeah, my kids only did that once, and I'll tell you what, we got spring cleaning done like we've never done before. But anyway, if you get head lice, you know, you usually go downtown, you get a bottle of this stuff, and you put it on your kid's hair, and I always wonder what kind of chemicals am I putting on my kid's hair. Right. It, will tea tree oil, will it actually kill the lice and the eggs? It actually has been shown to be extremely effective. I've talked to some nurses in schools about this because they always seem to have outbreaks every year. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the schools really will just go the traditional route. They haven't been able to um, implement more natural programs. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to see more of that happen. But, uh, yes, it, it really helps not only with spreading of the lice, mm -hmm. but it also disinfects, like when you're doing the disinfection of the, you know, disinfecting combs, brushes, the linens, mm -hmm. any personal items. You can even use it in uh, the washing machine to disinfect those items mm -hmm. or soak them in a big basin. Wow. It's also good to do the combs and you know and you can use a tea tree shampoo which actually helps to um, remove the eggs and and the lice from spreading huh and it I've talked to people who have used it and it's been very effective and they said within a matter of um, a day or two they they find that the lice have um, been eradicated Wow, that, that really is interesting there because, you know, some of this stuff I know, you know, that you get in a store, I know it works, but I often wonder, you know, you can't pronounce what's in it. So. That's right. And, you know, the skin being the largest organ, and here we are applying chemicals to a child's scalp, which mm -hmm. is penetrating. It yeah. can be rather frightening. It, yeah, it can. And sometimes, they, you know, I don't think we know what the long-run stuff is going to be either. Now, when we're when we're talking about something like uh, uh, the head lice or, or anything like that, is 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 this stuff? Does it actually soak into the skin then too of the head, or does it just clean the hair? No, it'll go in. Okay, and that's that's a good thing. That's good. I okay. wanted to do that. All right. Now I want to uh, open the lines here too, and and let anybody know that's listening out there. We're talking to. Uh, Cynthia Olson. She is the author of this uh, really handy little book I have here, Australian Tea Tree Oil Guide. It's the third edition. And if you have some questions or comments or, uh, you know, give us a call here, 732-2164, and we will do our best to answer those questions for you. It's always fun when you guys uh, join in. Okay, so uh, I think the other one that kind of astonished me here as I was reading through this was the fact that the tea tree oil can actually help people with um, 
thinning hair. Now, my dad, I, I like to make fun of him. He's got about two pieces left. You know, um, is this something uh, that's going to work like... Uh, uh, you <laughs> like, know, roast, uh, uh, I'm yeah. trying to think what the name uh, Yeah, because it's with an R. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it either. <laughs> okay, now I know what I'm going to be thinking about all day now, too. Okay. <laughs> Rose, okay. Rose, yeah, I, well, we'll forget that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll forget that one. <laughs> It'll come but, in. <laughs> but, but how does that work? How does it work where if I use tea tree oil on my, on my scalp or my shampoo, how is that going to help thinning hair? Well, a lot of people that have thinning hair or dryness or dandruff, it's usually caused, well, it's not always caused, but a lot of the causes are blocked hair follicles. Mm -hmm. And I have a beautician here in town who's using it right now on her, some of her customers. Uh-huh. But the uh, facial person is using it for her customers while she's doing waxing, and she's using a few drops of the tea tree for the waxing to cut down on any ingrown nail, hair, or uh, infection. Uh-huh. But what Elizabeth is doing is she's applying some of the tea tree directly onto the scalp, which is something I suggested she try, and massage it into the scalp, and people can do this at home. Okay. And uh, it, it has a warming effect. It'll go in, and if there's any blocked hair follicles, it will uh, clear those out to allow the hair to really grow nice and healthy. Okay. And that's, uh, that sounds great. I mean, there's, there's some really easy ways to do this stuff, and I think, you know, we think we're so smart, and this is just one thing I, I when I hear this stuff, I always kind of have to... I, I wonder because uh, I think our ancestors had the better ideas. I don't know that we have uh, progressed much. I don't know if I'd call it progression or or recession here, but yeah. um, it, it's really nice. I think you know God provided everything we need on this planet. Mother Earth will take care of us if we just let her. That's right. To keep it simple, I yeah. believe in keeping it simple, and a lot of. People different areas of the body and for so many different conditions and really it isn't it's a natural herb it, I mean it's an herb and it comes from you know a tree and nature provides and it is very effective for skin use okay now I have a question here from a listener for you okay uh, would it be helpful would tea tree oil be helpful for psoriasis and how do you use it if so yeah, I, I, I wish that I could say it absolutely is incredible for psoriasis, but psoriasis is a very difficult condition to treat. And even though some people have used it for that, mm -hmm. they haven't really gotten the results that they had hoped to. Now, with dermatitis, it seems to be more effective. Okay. Now, the only other thing I can say that I've heard a lot of good things about as far as psoriasis and skin conditions, mm -hmm. we had a gentleman on yesterday, and um, I've tried his products, they're good, you know, good stuff, would be the uh, oil of oregano, sage, and, and uh, rosemary. Mm -hmm. Those three things seem to be just a very, very powerful thing. Yeah, and perhaps, too, and I, I was trying to recall if I read in Dr. Morton Walker's book when I was reading the olive leaf book the other day, mm -hmm about psoriasis, but I feel sometimes 
internally, if something like olive leaf, which is pretty benign, can be taken, it might help to assist with the internal function as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might want to check with your doctor. I'm sure you probably sure. have. But I would think the tea tree oil couldn't hurt. And once again, they've had excellent uh, results in clinical studies with the oil of oregano, oil of rosemary, and uh, what was the other one I said? Oil, uh, sage oil. Now, with the psoriasis, I do have a small um, formula for that. Mm -hmm. it, it would be like 10 drops of the tea tree and a cup of sea salt. Mm -hmm. and you add it to the bath water. Okay. And for moisturizing, you could do 20 drops of the tea tree to an ounce of... I like to use grapeseed oil because it doesn't stain. Oh, okay. Or you could also add 10 drops of primrose or jojoba oil, and you shake that formula and you massage it in. Okay. So she may... Or your listener may want to try that. Okay. So there's a couple of ideas there for you, and, and uh, hopefully it will... Uh, uh, help out a little bit. I sure hope it does. Thanks for calling. Um, now, the last one here I'm going to ask you about, and this one is kind of, uh, well, actually, it probably is going to be the last one, but this one is kind of dear to my own heart. I have rheumatism. And you have arthritis listed in here. Um, now, I know some of the horribly nasty stuff they give you for this, including chemotherapy. Um, how can I use something so small as tea tree oil to help arthritis. All right. Uh, because of the inflammation mm -hmm. of the joints, uh, I, in fact, I had a little testimonial from somebody in Carlsberg, Bad, California, that said that they had arthritis for several years and found the greatest relief by applying tea tree oil to the affected joint. Really? Yeah. Um, there, what you could do, for instance, for swelling, you could apply a flannel, uh, compress, put several drops of the tea tree oil on the flannel compress, mm -hmm. and you can even use a clay poultice directly a to the what? affected area. A Cl what? Clay poultice. What's that? It's taking some natural clay that you can buy in the health food store, mm -hmm. and then you um, can add some drops of tea tree to that mm -hmm. and make it so it's, you can apply it directly to the area so it's, it, it's almost like playing in the sand. Okay. Okay, right. and apply it to the affected area, and you could do that as well. Um, you could also do the bath soak with 10 drops of the oil or do a massage oil with, there again, grapeseed oil or 2 ounces of jojoba oil to 40 drops of the tea tree and massage it into the area, the inflamed area, couple times a day. Okay, now that's, that sounds great. Anything's better than the stuff they can give you for that stuff. Them doctors are really good at pushing pills sometimes. Yeah. Okay, I think I personally am maybe going to give that one a try. Okay. Now, I have a friend uh, that is uh, going in today, as a matter of fact, for a female problem. And uh, I know this affects an awful lot of women. Not everybody has surgery for it, but it affects a lot of them. And that's endometriosis. Okay, is there, is there anything that uh, tea tree oil, I mean, if I rub it into the area there, is it going to relieve some of the pain, do you think, or isn't it going to work for something like that? Oh, endometriosis, yeah, I've heard that's fairly painful, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, there have been some uh, different applications used for, um, for instance, yeast infections, even internal cysts. Mm -hmm. where people would um, 
Uh, there's some tea tree suppositories on the market now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might have to look for them, but you could also do your own by um, using uh, um, saturating a, a tampon with about three to five drops of the oil and inserting the tampon for 24 hours. Okay. All right. So uh, this is something you can give a try. Uh, you know, yeah. even if you're just you know if you're to the point where you have to have surgery to to move around. Maybe this is something you can at least uh, relieve yourself a little bit uh, while you're waiting. Yes. Okay, and that's very simple, very handy to know, and thank you so much for the information. Yeah, you're welcome. Now, uh, there there are so many things out there that, that make so many people really miserable. Um, what would we do here in uh, this is... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck here. I'm forgetting what the name of the stuff is. Um, it's it's like arthritis, you, but you just get it once in a while. You swell up and get all red and. Bursitis? No. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to just come back to that one because I can't remember okay. what it was. But uh, let's let's talk about something like uh, a skin condition. If I have like a rash in my face, or or I know there's a condition out there. Is it called the rosella? Uh, where you get kind of a redness of the skin, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, or or anything like that, acne with my kids, we touched on that, or even acne as an adult. What can I use this for as far as different skin conditions? Oh, well, you can use it for a lot of different skin conditions. You can use it for ringworm, warts, eczema. Wow. Hives. <laughs> Hives even. Ringworm. Wow. And now this is, I, I know people get it, but, you know, how do people get ringworm? Well, ringworm is a contagious infection. It's usually caused by fungus. Mm-hmm. And it usually invades the dead tissues of the skin. And uh, you can get it from a lot of public places, swimming pools, locker rooms. Okay. And so. you can get it uh, also, you know, ringworm of the scalp. Mm-hmm. And there again, it would be similar to the head lice. You could apply uh, about 40 drops of the tea tree to two ounces of your shampoo mm-hmm. and then use it regularly until, or you can apply the oil directly to the affected area. Okay. All right. Very, very simple to do once again and uh, very effective. Now, uh, this I kind of got to chuckle out of here, the next thing here. You have, uh, I, I'm on page 28 here, but you have a, uh, a mixing guide, and I like this. It's, uh, you know, tea tree oil and 151 rum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink it. <laughs> no, an 80-proof alcohol here. Uh, man, we only need one tonight. Okay, what, what, what is this recipe for here? <laughs> it's to make the tea tree water sol- soluble. Tea tree is an essential oil, and it doesn't mix with water. So, in other words, if you put a couple of drops of tea tree in a in a glass of water, you'd see the oil just floating. Oh. Okay. So what the alcohol does is makes it water miscible. So it 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 in other words, it mixes in, so you don't see the oil floating anymore. Okay. And then what do you do with the what do you do with the two ounces or the the ounce of water you got? Then you just put it in the bathtub or what? I'm sorry, what did you mean by that? What did you say? (laughs) Once you get this concoction all mixed up here, you don't drink it. What do you do with it? Oh, you can apply it in your skin. Okay. And the alcohol isn't going to dry everything out? Well, you can add other herbs to it to make it more more of an emollient. 
Okay. Uh, you could, you know, the glycerin helps a little bit with that, but you can add, um, you know, some other herbs that would be soothing to the skin. Okay. Uh, sometimes even, for instance, uh, I, I really am a big fan of lavender. Okay, yeah, that's great. Okay. I love lavender because they have shown that that really does have deep penetrating properties that mm -hmm. go into the skin. I use that for migraines, actually. It's very good. But uh, anyway, go ahead. And But, you know, the lavender could be used. You can make a, even a, uh, a salve. I wanted to let people know if they have burns. I'm not talking about uh, third-degree burns, but even first to second degree, mm -hmm. they could take about five ounces of raw honey and one ounce of the tea tree and add a teaspoon of grapefruit seed extract, and it makes a wonderful burn salve. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It probably tastes pretty good, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it would taste compared to the <laughs> rum or the... I just I vodka, but <laughs> I giggled when I read this. You know, mix mix uh, equal amounts of 192 proof Everclear alcohol, or three tablespoons of 151 rum, or six tablespoons of 80 proof alcohol. I thought, well, yeah, that'll cure just about anything. <laughs> oh yeah, well, vodka's really wonderful for a cleaning agent for the house. Oh, but it stinks. You well, I mean, did. I've never known it to. St Maybe I just don't use as much of it. Okay, okay. Now, if I was gonna, if that's a kind of a cute tip there. Now, if I was gonna use vodka, vodka to clean the house, how much do I put in my pail? <laughs> well, if you're using cheap vodka, you could use the whole bottle. <laughs> using expensive vodka, I'd be conservative. Okay, so do you mix it with anything, or actually? Um, there are a lot of different, you know, chemicals on the market and cleaning products, and I have a friend who has a company that sells orange citrus cleaning products, and he does quite well with it all uh -huh. over the country. In fact, he's been on Home Shopping Network with it. Oh, man. People oh. have scarfed it up. Wow. But, um, you, you know, I've been using the tea tree, and I use washing soda, uh -huh. and that's something you can pick up in any supermarket. Okay. And I usually take like 15 drops of tea tree mm -hmm. to a quart of water, and you add one to two cups of washing soda, and a quarter of a cup of 190 proof vodka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so there's the amount for the vodka. Okay. And it'll basically deodorize and clean the whole house and bact for bacteria, germs, and mold. I'm sure it would sterilize it. You bet. Yeah. Okay. Now I wanted to to ask you a little bit here. Now you were, we were talking about um, the tea tree oil and uh, um, how it will uh, you know kill the germs like with acne and that type of a thing and clear it up. And uh, you, I forget you meant we were talking about some other things in there too. I mean, that's that's really quite a statement to be able to make. I mean, uh, what's in this stuff that makes it do that? I mean, it it almost sounds like it works as good as bleach. Uh, well, it, it has over a hundred organic compounds. Uh huh. But they have found that there are three of them. For instance, when they did some studies on them, that they've never seen in nature before. Really? You yeah. Know, what, so it's it's a very mystical kind of plant as well. What what were the three compounds? Do you know? Oh boy! Now you're really um, <laughs> stretching my brain at this time of the morning. <laughs> Let me see if I can remember this one. Uh, 
I think I, at one point, I had a breakdown of some of the compounds, but I don't know if I have it in this particular book. Well, that's okay. I was just curious. That's yeah. okay. But there are two compounds that apparently have the most effect for the oil to work as well as it does, and that's one is a terpenin mm-hmm. product, and then terpenin, and the other one is cineol. And cineol apparently is really high in, for instance, eucalyptus. But the cineol level in this has to be very low because it's very ir- irritable, irritating to mucous membranes. Okay. If the cineol level is too high, that's why if people are using eucalyptus, I always recommend they only use a very short amount of eucalyptus oil, especially if they're using it for mucous membrane area, and then switch immediately to the tea tree. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Now, um, what... I also read here in your book that I can use tea tree oil to take care of my pets. Okay? Yes. If I have a cat or a dog or, you know, whatever other critter you might have running around. How do I use something like this for, for an animal? They're not going to sit still and let me put Q-trip drops in their ears. How do, how do I do this if the dog is sick or something or hurts its paw? Or yeah. Well, there's some, there are some more products coming out in the market with tea tree for animals. Uh-huh. Um, shampoos. Okay. And uh, there again, like salves are really good for animals. We have a book called Tea Tree First Aid for Animals now. Okay. And the author, as I said, was worked with horses a lot, but we incorporated also domestic animals because she's worked, treated birds with it. And cats, I always tend to be very conservative with using tea tree. Okay. They're very sensitive. Okay, so you don't need too awful much when no. when you're dealing with your... No, but the larger the animal, obviously, the more strength of tea tree you can use. Okay. Uh, but in, in Cheyenne's book, she's got some recipes for salves mm-hmm. and how to make them, and they're very, very easy, and she usually uses, um, you know, it could be a, either, if you don't want to use a petroleum base, you can substitute it with something that's not petroleum-based. A lot of people tend to stay away from that. Okay. Uh, but you can use um, something else that would be more natural. So she covers a lot of different uses for that. All right. And she's actually applied them directly for several animals. I had a quote about a goat. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know how many goats you guys have up in... Well, if you go to a, somebody's unique farm, you'll find a few, yeah. Yeah, because we have goat's milk here. People who are now have goats, and they're raising uh, goats for goat's milk and goat cheese mm-hmm. because it's so healthy for you. But this this goat had uh, gangrene on a leg. Oh, okay. And then they soaked, they put a few drops of tea tree in a bucket of warm water, soaked her leg in it twice a day, and after two weeks, her leg was normal. Really? So yeah. They, they actually saved her leg. Yeah. Now this, we mentioned this earlier on in the program too. This actually can, in some cases, the diabetics or whatnot. We mentioned if you're starting to get gangrene, this can help people too. Yeah. So uh, very interesting stuff. Now one of the things here that kind of concerned me when we were going to do the program here, our health food store in town uh, generally sponsors the health programs. Yeah. But she had problems. She couldn't. She couldn't get a hold of the tea tree oil. There was nobody that would. You know, we don't. It's it's a small town. We don't buy oh, really? cases at a time. It's yeah. you know usually maybe ten bottles or something like that. Where can you get it? Well, we we've been bringing it in in large quantities from Australia, and we bottle it. And actually, 
I, I'm surprised she couldn't get it because I remember back in the mid-'80s, tea tree wasn't as well distributed mm-hmm. as it is today. Okay. But you could have her call us. Oh, sure, I will do that. If she wants to talk to one of us directly, Okay. we'd be happy to help her out with that. Yeah, that would be super because it's it's really nice to know where you're getting stuff. I get a little bit nervous, though. Like I said, we're a small town here, yeah. and it's just a little co-op, you know, locally owned thing. And uh, not big, but quite a lot of stuff in there. And I like the fact that I know the people, you know, I know I'm going to see her the next day. <laughs> so if she doesn't tell me the truth, I can I can back her into a corner. But, <laughs> but she's great. She's a, I believe she's got a, a nutritionist, and she does a very good job. But it's still very, very hard to, uh, if you're ordering from some of these big companies, yes. they all claim they're the best. And, and I know. And what we're simply doing is it, is stating that if you want to see the, the uh, grammatograph test or the uh, what you're actually getting, we will provide that. It's signed by the Department of Agriculture in New South Wales. And so I try to back things up with actually the source of where it comes from. So people know what they're getting. Okay, and, and that's really, that's a, that's a big uh, weight off the shoulders because, like I said, if you're taking any kind of other herb or medicine, you want to know what you're taking so that things don't interact because in some cases they can. All right. Yes, they can, and I think you have to be careful with everything. You do, and and we are really good at not doing that, but uh, we need to be very careful with things. Now, um, if people listening out there today, the book once again is called Australian Tea Tree Oil Guide. It's the third edition, and uh, there's about, let's see here, uh, there's a nice index. There's about 104 pages. It's not a huge book. Where can I get a copy of your book, Cynthia? you can check your local health food store or a local bookstore. If you're not able to locate it there, you can call the publisher directly. Okay. And there's a toll-free number. Okay. That's 888-999-5254. Okay. And uh, they can give you all the update on the three books that we have on Tea Tree. We've got a special going right now on the animal book because it's close to Christmas. A uh-huh. lot of people are looking for special gifts for their animals. Sure. Yeah. That's now I've I've got I don't know if it was your company or not or your publishing uh, outfit or not, but I've got one here uh holistic uh, veterinary care for animals. And that's oh, interesting. Very I, very I, interesting. I haven't seen a copy of that. I have copy of John Heinerman's book, and I think he's out of Canada, and he's written a natural book for animal care, too. Yeah, I think I've seen his work, too. So uh, lots of stuff out there, and some of this stuff really does does work, but I think the one thing we need to be careful of here is if somebody makes, and this is for everybody listening, if somebody makes a claim to you, whether we're talking about homeopathy or, or uh, investments or anything else, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably, probably is. Probably is. You know, this isn't a, a fix everything, but it sure can make life a lot easier. And uh, I've really enjoyed our conversation. We've had a lot of fun and uh, learned a lot, too. And how much, uh, before we go, how much is the book? Can I afford it? Uh, the guide is 8 